His name was Father Dave. He taught theology when I was in college. He also had a nickname, the Bear. And the reason why he had the nickname, the Bear, is that because sometimes he would bite your head off. Um, If he was in a bad spot in terms of his own head and where he was, it was going to be tough. And yet, Father Dave did something very interesting for me. He opened up the world of religion and theology in a whole different way. I'd gone through Catholic school, Catholic high school, and, and I knew my catechism, and I knew all the things growing up. And, of course, you're going to go to a theology class, and you're waiting for the first lesson there. God is three persons in one. That's the Trinity. Here's your shamrock. Let's go for it. And, of course, yeah, here we are, yada, yada, yada. The same theology, but maybe with some college words in it. And there it would go. The same thing I've heard all my life. But Dave's theology class was nothing like that. In fact, his, not just his style, but his whole understanding. And he had that knack of bringing us to a theological understanding of God and, and the dynamics of what theology is. Faith-seeking reason and the articulation of this wonderful mystery of God. And it really, really blew my head. I, I just was so expanded. It was so engaging. And he taught the old stuff in a way I'd never heard before. And it was wonderful. And granted, I'm in college, so I'm in a different place in my own life. I'm much more intellectually curious and whatnot. But it wasn't just the theological. It was also a faith. It was also a transformative class. You always wanted to take one of his classes. By the way, he had this other knack that was old school. You know, A's are when you get to heaven. Uh, You're still struggling, so I don't give that many A's out. So, I mean, it was that kind of thing, too. You know, it was hardcore But on the side, too, Dave would also help out in a parish in French Lick, Indiana. And he had this knack also of saying, I need people to help me out. So he would draw us, and he said, John, you're going to do the seventh grade religious ed, CCD, okay? And he'd grab different students and go over to the parish, and we would watch him work in the parish. And all these farmers and all these local people in French Lick, and he was such a pastoral person. So much so that at times we'd be in the parish, he'd say, remember last week's lesson about this, this, this theologically? Well, this is what it looks like. And he linked, he linked the abstract theology, if you will, the wordiness of things in terms of the pastoral practices and, and the real lives of people. He wanted us to be transformed by the very faith we held in a way we had never been touched before. And he drove at us. I will say this, I'm a priest a large part because of him. He opened up the world of church and faith and talking religion in a way that was so wonderful. He spoke and he taught us with authority and not like the dryness of the law. If you think about it, in all of our lives, there are people that basically have been part of our lives. Think about people who had authority. Think of a teacher or a coach or a commanding officer or a boss. 
that didn't quite function that same way. They never watered down their authority. They didn't just pal around kind of thing. But they really had a competency and a clarity of their own purpose. But they also had a respect for the people they were serving to draw them in and connected that very essence of the work, the call, the duty, whatever it might be, and life itself. And aren't those the people you fondly remember? For they were so transformative. It's interesting in the Gospel of Mark that you have Jesus teaching with a new authority like the scribes. Because we also have to remember the scribes are officially the folks who know the tradition. The scribes knew the law. They knew the theological tradition. They knew what the people of Israel were about in their covenant with Yahweh. They knew the same things Jesus knew. Why are they seen, therefore, in a stale way? Because in a lot of ways, well, they taught, they taught, and what they taught was about the burdens of complying and conforming to faith, to religion, to church, whatever it might be. And indeed, Paul says in his, in his reading, I do not want to be a burden to anyone. That the faith, that the religion, that the theological understanding of who we are is really about how we are liberated. For Jesus does two very important things. In preaching the word, in proclaiming the good news, he demonstrates what it looks like in real time. By confronting the possessed man, by confronting evil, what does he do? He liberates him. He transforms him. This, the kingdom of God, this, the theory of our faith, looks like this. And the world is changed because of this good news. That is the teaching with authority, not like the scribes. For in this liberation, yes, the mystery of God is still mystery, but it is not a mystery that I'm afraid of. It's a mystery that continues to reveal itself in love, in forgiveness, in liberation. Confronting the evil forces that dominate and push us down. The, uh, those things that cause so much anxiety and pain and suffering are now transformed in love, in graciousness, in the divine presence. I keep on hearing people talk about how they're afraid of religion because it oppresses or because it's so static or stale. Thank God for Father Dave. He was a bear. He had physical problems. He suffered from depression. He was a mess in a lot of ways. But he taught me something that was so profound. That the faith I hold, the God I follow, does not oppress and make me feel bad, but sets me free in the hope and salvation of the kingdom. We're all a mess, and we all bark at each other, and we all look around at all sorts of things that are falling apart. 
But we who believe are called to be forces that inspire, that elevate, that give hope. He teaches with authority, not like the scribes. He sets us free in everlasting peace.